Hello? How are you, my friend? Why? What's the matter? Why feeling bored and lonely? Look! Look at me! I am always happy! The only reason I can tell you it's because I listen to CNT Radio. All the best shows you can think of. The Melting Pot. The Cosmopolitan Culture Club. And the Song Bank. There are also many more new shows to come. Please make sure to visit her website at http colon slash slash com slash hyphen radio. Oh, now I can hear you more cheerful. CNT Radio, making your day brighter, one song at a time. It's a hockey night in your city. It is that time of the year again. It is October, hockey fans, and that means that you can expect some hockey content on the Sports for Beginners podcast. If you're a young hockey fan, but you don't know where to go or what to expect when you're at the arena, well, we've got you covered. We'll have some good stuff for you on the podcast. So don't miss Sports for Beginners coming to you live with some great hockey content coming soon. Ottawa. Boston. Finally. The PWHL hockey rink is ready for these two teams to do battle. So, who won the first meeting between these two teams? Let's all find out today. Welcome. One and all. To the PWHL recap. Welcome to On the Ice and Behind the Benches, the show where we cover specific hockey clubs. I am your host, Thomas McGregor, so let's get ready to hit the ice. Hello everyone, both young and anywhere in between. This is the PWHL Recap, and today's game of conversation is a double-hitter classic that features two teams who have yet to face each other on the ice this season. On the left side of me, 
is Team Ottawa. And on the right side of me is Team Boston. And was the ever worth the wait? Was this ever worth the wait? Because they certainly put up a good game. We'll take a break and then break down the game from the scoring to the penalties and then the game stats of the game. That's just the opening portion of this program. I'll touch on more of today's show as we move along throughout the show. But first, a quick commercial break. So we will be right back after this. It's Boston taking on Ottawa, and what a game this was as we welcome you all back into the program. These two teams were supposed to play at the Tisonga Center back on Monday, January 8th. 2024, but due to inclement weather concerns and travel concerns as well, the game had to be postponed until a later date was announced. Now, here we are in February playing the two games inside the Tisonga Center, including Monday's matchup. And so without further ado, let's get right down to business and look at the scoring summary for Monday's game at the Tisonga Center. So, the Tisonga Center featured these two women hockey teams who haven't played a hockey game against each other, but were supposed to play their first matchup, as prescribed earlier, on January 8th. Of the new year. So how did their first game go? Because we know they have a double hitter. And that. Next half of the double hitter. Is following PWHL's own double hitter. But more on that. A little later on. The game starts with Daryl Watt 
getting her second goal of the season for Ottawa. Daryl scored the goal with eight minutes and eight seconds into the first period. She would be assisted by Brand Jenner. And Ananetta T who each got their third and second assists of their season. We cut to the 40 minute mark of this game. And Taylor G has third goal, three goals on the season. But now, she has four on the season as of two minutes and eight seconds. With the fifth assist of this season for Megan Keller, and the third assist of the season for Laureen Gable. Gabby Hughes would keep Ottawa back in it 15 minutes and two seconds later into the 40-minute mark with her third goal of the season. And she got assisted by Savannah Harmon and Emily Clark. Both getting their fourth assist of the season. And it was on a PPG for OTT. Boston would tie it up with Abby Cook's second goal of the season. Megan Keller and Hillary Knight jotting up their assists with Hillary Knight's second assist of the season. And Megan Keller already had an assist in this game. She now has six assists on the season. But Emily Clark and Gabby Hughes weren't done just yet. After a goal time of 16 minutes and 5 seconds, which was Abby Cook's one goal lead for Boston to keep. Ottawa on their tailpin. You would think it's tied to two. Moving on to the third period. But Ottawa said, not in our house, 
And this is technically in Boston's house because they were the home team, but you get the picture. Gabby Hughes bangs in her second goal of the game, fourth goal on the season, with Emily shorting an assist of her fifth on a shorthanded goal by Gabby Hughes. It is now Ottawa 3, Boston 2. Time to play 60 minutes. But before we get to that point, Let's look at how the penalties racked up. Because there were no penalties in the first and there were no penalties in the third. They all happened during that entire second period. So at 8 minutes and 20 seconds, we had Natalie Snowgrass. A two-minute minor for boarding. Emily Brown would be the first Boston women to see the box for two minutes, and the call was holding. That penalty, eight. 11 minutes and 56 seconds. Around 13 minutes and 23 seconds, just when you thought Boston was done seeing the penalty box, Megan Keller, she has an assist in this game, would get a boarding penalty, just like Natalie did earlier. 8 minutes and 20 seconds before Megan got that penalty. And our last penalty to speak of was just around the closing minutes of that 40-minute mark where we had 18 minutes and 37 seconds K.M., two minutes, and the call is boarding. Now, we're going to wrap up this opening segment with the final tally of our game stats. We're going to have to do that after 30 seconds of a word from our friends over at Voices for Ability Radio. And before we do that, Brianna Jenner gave us the game-winning goal at 19 minutes and 16 seconds. Her second assi- her second goal of the season and nobody assisted her. Before we take that opening segment final break 
to take us into our middle segment with the word from Voices for Ability Radio. Your goaltenders were Emirates Mash Meyer. Meyer, excuse me. And Irene Frankel was your goaltender for Boston. Amarant Mash Mayer. Meyer, excuse me. Was your goaltender for Ottawa. We're transitioning over to the middle segment after this from Take Another Look. But we're also wrapping up on that portion of the middle segment. Our other half of this opening segment, which is our game stats. All of that is coming up when we continue the PWHL recap. But first, a word from our friends over at Voices for Ability Radio. Back in a jiff. Looking for good sports conversations, sports media, and important topics for athletes and fans alike, and at times, my favorite sports teams? Check out Sports for Beginners with me, Scott McGregor, where we will break down all of the action. To learn more about the podcast, like the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. Looking for conversations on the world of broadcasting, sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams, listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast Map. Always great to hear from our friends over at Voices for Ability Radio. You can catch them on Voices for Ability Radio Wednesdays, except on holidays, at 9 p.m. Eastern. Voices for Ability Radio is home to many shows including the paranormal zone beyond the bong and of course the one we heard from take another look 
which airs Wednesdays at 9 p.m., except on holidays, wherever you get your favorite podcast and Voices for Ability radio stations. The hosts, Melanie Tadio and Garrett Felix. Back to the conversation at hand. So, here we go. It is the last thing of the opening segment I wanted to look at before we get into our middle segment, which we're transitioning over to. And Boston led Ottawa in the very end, 32 shots to 33 shots. However, Ottawa was in the lead earlier. In the very first period, they smashed 12 shots to Boston's 10. Boston would quickly take over in the second period, taking one more shot than Ottawa did in the second period, leaving Ottawa with 22 and Boston, and Boston now having now 23. 23. So, with the final tally being nine total shots for both, the final tally of the shots were 33 for Ottawa and 32 for Boston. One last thing we like to do on this opening segment before we transition over to that middle segment is I'd like to look at our penalties. Now, keep in mind, early in the opening segment, we talked about how the lady teams did. The lady team of Ottawa and the lady team of Minnesota. And the women here as you probably see, the three stars are also here. But as you probably guessed, the women's Ottawa team connected on one of their two chances they had on the power play. Boston, on the other hand, it seems as though they didn't connect on both of their two chances. And while both teams spent four minutes in the penalty box, four of those minutes ended up in goals for points, five assists, nine total points for Ottawa, four assists, two goals, 
which would equal six points for Boston. What our goaltenders were Emirates, Mash Mayer. Still working on that, Mash Meyer. And Irene Frankel. I'm working on it, guys. I'm working on it there. The final score, once again, is Boston 4. Excuse me, Ottawa 4. Boston 2. We'll get to the three stars in just a little bit. And we are going to get to them right now. But before we do. Let's hear our drop. From. The piece of which this will. Be presented by. Yes, it's time to find out who the stars of the game were as we've wrapped up this opening segment and are headed all the way down to our three. women hockey players that were the stars of the game. So, after this drop, let's middle segment over to our next conversation of topic, the stars of the game. We'll reveal who the women's hockey player of the game is and we'll reveal the dominant goalie performance of the game as well. All of that, right after this drop. It's time for the three stars of tonight's game. And here we go, back to the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast studio with your host, Thomas McGregor. And that is me on the On the Ice and Mind Adventures podcast studio. That is me. So, the three stars of this game, as you can very well see here, Gabby Hughes takes number one. Abby Cook takes the third star. And we've got Daryl Watt Daryl Watt taking our second star of the game. But it's kind of split. Boston has a is a little bit of a lone horse here. So, if this was in Boston's favor, 
Well, Ottawa didn't do anything. Here's who I would have actually went with. As I think it would have worked in their favor. I would have probably gave the first star. If Ottawa didn't do anything, I would have gave the first star to the goaltender. I would have I would have gave it to the goaltender. Uh Arian Frankel. 29 saves on 32 shots. If it was different, I would definitely have given her a star of the game. 58 minutes and 54 seconds, not bad. Three goals given up. But I would definitely give her a star. I would also give Jessica Digimore. Digimore. One of those stars. And maybe I give Hillary Knight the third star if all goes well. That's who I would go for Boston. Hillary Knight, the Boston goaltender, and Jessica Now, if this went in Ottawa's favor and Boston did nothing, I would definitely give Emily Clark the first star. I definitely give some halos out to Daryl Watt. I would definitely give some halos to her. She would definitely be in the second star. And my third star, I mean, do I even have to say it? Brian Je- Brianna Jenner, if I can say that right. Would definitely be my third star of the game. However, our close second would be Emirant Mash Mayer. Meyer. Excuse me. 30 saves, 32 shots, 60 full minutes play. All right, before we get down to our next drop, which is something I'm very happy you will love as much as I love recording it, and that is our Women's Hockey Player of the Day, which in the nighttime means Tonight's women's hockey player. It's a abbreviated version of player of the game. But how it works is I pick 
two women from each team that I thought stood out to me. And before we get to that, here's one thing in the final in the middle segment we will be doing that we'll also be doing in the final segment when it comes to the attendance record. So let's look at our referee and lines person here. As we're in the halfway point now. Jared Clemens Cummins, actually. Huh. Interesting name. Uh, but in all seriousness, he wears number he or she wears number one. Is backed up by Sydney Harris, who wears number 46. Your lines persons are Antonia Boudrug. Huh. I'm going to go with number 782 on that one for the lines person because I can't really say that person's name. Anyways, she's with, or he is with Laura Gad. Dukaba wearing number 67. So Laura G A B R are your lines persons. Your referees are Sydney Harris and Jared and Jared Plumings. All right. To get to our final segment, I mentioned it earlier, and we're going to do it now. Time to find out who's the woman who stood out in this game. Between Ottawa and Boston. Which two lucky women stood out to all of us in this matchup? I wonder who they will be. Let's find out. It's time for tonight's Women's Hockey Player of the Game. Who had the best game tonight? Let's find out right now on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast studio. It is time now for the Women's Hockey Player of the Night to be revealed, but in this case, Women's Hockey Player of the Day to be announced. So, these two teams, of course, will be meeting in a game that will be part of a doubleheader beginning tomorrow, Wednesday. 
But who, out of the first two meetings, stood out? Let's bring in our station idea and our friend over at Sports for Beginners to help us out here. And before he gives out his Boston and Ottawa women players of the game, here are my two Ottawa players of the game that I thought stood out. I mentioned her before, but I really feel like she gets less credit than she than we give her credit for. So Emily Clark definitely did stood out did stand out to me. Even though on just five shots, she could only muster two assists and no goals. I also think that Gilmore Becca Well, she didn't really do very much in this game. But she got some hits to speak from. I also feel like she did an okay job. I feel like she did stand out because of how many hits she could take. She could only take one, obviously, but... You get the picture. I do feel like she did stand out to me. Uh, a runner-up, though, for me would be Gabby Hughes, who got two goals in this game, three shots, won eight out of 18 draws she was in on the face-off circle. And I mentioned hits earlier. She got four hits. So she won 8 out of 18 face-offs. Those are how many she won on the face-off draw. Not bad. Before I get to my Boston, our Sports for Beginners friend is here. Let's hear what he thinks. His women's players from Ottawa and Boston are. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, as Thomas mentioned, this is the women's hockey player of the day as we talk about it now. But during a night game, we call it the women's hockey player of night. So, with that being said, I'm going to go with Two people, one from each side, and I feel like we're going to start with Ottawa, but I feel like the first person that should get noticed 
I'm gonna go to Gabby Hughes. Now, Gabby played pretty freaking well. Let me rephrase that. She played pretty well. Two goals in this game on three of her total shots. She only managed to get a plus two, I believe. She was eight of 18 in her face-offs. And boy, did she lock in hits. Four hits for Gabby Hughes. Another thing I want to touch on. She may not have had assists. But besides her three shots on goal. And her two goals. She did not register any penalty minutes. That leads me. To my Boston player. And I'm going to go to the goaltender. Irene Frankel. And if I pronounce your name wrong. Frankel. I. Am deeply sorry about that. We are working on our pronunciation. But I'm going to go to Aaron Frankel for this women's hockey player of the day. She gave up three goals in the span time of playing. 58 minutes and 54 seconds, making 29 stops on 32 shots. I feel like that was pretty good. And as we can see here on the shared screen, the goaltender I just mentioned is head coach by the one and only Courtney Kessel. And if you've been checking into Ottawa, you'll also know their head coach and who is the head coach there. But I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it is Carla McLeod. So Carla McLeod and Courtney Castle go head-to-head -head in this game. And they'll go head-to-head -head again on Wednesday. So I'm, lo I'm looking forward to that.
In our final segment, I will touch on when my next PWHR recap will be. And you can also hear a little bit about what's on tap for this week's episode of Sports for Beginners. But right now, let's send you back to Thomas and roll on with PWHL Recap. Yeah, it's very uh, interesting stuff that we got for Scott McGregor and, of course, the Sports Beginners podcast. Courtney Kessel to be ho- to be coaching people like Aaron Frankel, Emma Zoderberg, etc. It's um very interesting. Moving on to the Boston points of this women hockey player of the night or hockey player of the game. And my two Boston players, I've mentioned these two, I think, last time I talked about Boston. But I'm going to do them anyways for this one. So give it up to Abby Cook. A goal, three shots on net, of course, gains a point. No hits, no nothing on there. Pretty good, pretty, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good performance by her. And my second one, you know, I got to give it to Elena Muller. I really got to give it to Elena Muller. Three shots. No goals, no assists, no penalty minutes. Hey, if you can win three draws out of seven on the face-off circle, not take any penalties, and those are draws, not Jaws, when I said what I was saying. Then I'm good. I'm good with you doing that, Muller. I really am. All right, that wraps up this edition of the Women's Hockey Player of the Game and the, of course, three stars of the game. Before we transition over to the final segment, this game was played at the Tisonga Center from a start time of 4.39 p.m. Eastern time to an end time of 7 minutes. Excuse me, 7.06 p.m. Basically, 7 o'clock with the 6 minutes after 7. Which would leave us 
at a two hour, 27 minute hockey game. We'll get to the attendance record on the other side, but I've got some thoughts on the game as well. And before we go on the middle segment, we'll rehash this in the final segment as well when we're signing off. But our next broadcast will be featuring these two teams again on the PWHL recap as we'll recap both of this doubleheader between Boston and Ottawa. Just before we prepare for one final stop before we meet Montreal and Toronto at the Steel City on Takeover Weekend. Who will that last stop be before Takeover Weekend at the Steel City? Find out next. PWHL Recap moves on from this doubleheader game number one right after this. What's up next for Boston and Ottawa following their Wednesday matchup? Stick around. That's next. When we continue. But first, a word from our friends over at Deanna T Radio, where they're making your day brighter one song at a time. We'll be back. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from Human Connections. Looking for conversations on books and more, as well as tutorials on using your favorite devices and applications? You've come to the right place. Join us weekly on Spicy Techie, where Ali, Makara, and Sienna provide insightful conversations as well as useful tips and tricks to help you along on your technological journey. To learn more, tune in to the show and like the Spicy Techie Facebook page. Search for Spicy Techie. Welcome back into the PWHL recap studio, Boston and Boston and Ottawa. Ottawa victorious in this one. Will it be victorious against Boston in the next meeting? We'll find out soon enough. But first, as we've hit the final segment of the program, 
It's time to finish the PWHL recap of this one. The XL Energy Center, Ottawa and Boston, is where we start our schedule. And that is the next game after we're done with this double hitter. We'll lead into March with a couple of good games from Boston. They'll be at the auditorium against Montreal on March the 2nd. Play against Toronto at the Maple Leaf Garden, better known now as the Athletic Center. 7 p.m. Take on New York on home ice. At the Tsonga Center. Face Minnesota at the XL Energy Center. And then back to Ottawa matchup number three. This time, it's a takeover. Little Caesars Arena. So we'll get to our attendance record in just a little bit on this final segment, and I've got some thoughts to bring out as well. But before we get down to that, we now know where Boston's schedule is heading into the takeover as they will meet back at the Garden or the Athletic Center on Wednesday, March 20th after takeover. In Detroit, Michigan. That should be fun. So, Ottawa and Boston meet Wednesday to wrap up their double hitter. But Ottawa is then headed to the auditorium. On Saturday, February 24th, before meeting New York in Ottawa at TD Place at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Wednesday. Saturday, 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time is Montreal and Ottawa at the Auditorium. They open up March. With the Battle of Ontario, Toronto and Ottawa will meet at the TD Place before Ottawa heads over to Place Bell Arena and XL Energy Center for a 3.30 Eastern and 7 Central game on March 5th and March 2nd. Ottawa will then be back at it with Montreal at the Place Bell Arena at at a time to be determined. They'll meet Boston at Detroit, Michigan at Little Caesars Arena and just before they wrap up, it's Total Mortgage Arena time with New York and Ottawa. On March 20th, 
speaking of where those teams are headed, let's take a look at the rest of our February schedule for the PWHL. We're wrapping up this schedule fast and furious, my friends. As our next up-and-coming game following Boston and Ottawa will be New York and Montreal in the UBS Arena. Same time, different place. Ottawa will be at the Tosunga Center. And New York and Montreal will be in the UBS Arena. Catch those games on TSN RDS2 MSG. If you're in for Boston and Ottawa, which is our next PWHL recap for our podcast, we're going to wrap up the doubleheader with another broadcast of that game. We'll see who comes out on top that one. Ottawa took first. Can Boston take the second? We'll find out. Catch that on Sportsnet Pittsburgh, TSN, Valley Sports, and N-E-S-N. Once that's all said and done, come join MSG and TSN only for Maple Leaf Garden matchup and another meeting between the teams that started it all back in January 1st of the new year. Team New York and Team Toronto. At the Garden or the Athletic Center for short. Come visit us at the Auditorium for Montreal and Ottawa matchup. That game kicks off Saturday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Following a Sunday game at 3 p.m. Central Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, as I've checked our Eastern Time Zone and Central Time, when Minnesota plays Boston at the Excel Energy Center, Minnesota isn't done yet as they have another home game. This one's at the 3M Arena at Mariusi. I hope I could say that right as we get closer to that game. February wraps up in style with Ottawa and New York at TD Place Arena. Catch that on TSN MSG. Catch this game on CBC Gem and Bali Sports. Sportsnet, Sportsnet Plus, Bali Sports, and NESN have you covered for Minnesota and Boston. Ottawa Montreal game is covered on Sportsnet Plus. Pittsburgh Sportsnet. And the French Network for CBC. 
So lots of good games coming up on the schedule, including some very interesting ones coming up in March, like the Battle on Bay Street in Pittsburgh at PPG Paints Arena, or the Little Caesars Arena. Catch that game on Sportsnet, Sportsnet Plus, Bally Sports. You can catch this one on CBC, CBC Gem, RDS2, and Bally Sports as well. Bally Sports also has Minnesota and New York at the Excel Energy Center. Alongside CBC Jam and MSG, Sportsnet Pittsburgh, Valley Sports, NESN, and TSN bring you Minnesota and Boston on March 13th. Then it's Place Bell Arena with Ottawa and Montreal on Sportsnet, Sportsnet Plus, the French Network of CBC. You can even get on Sunday, March 10th, CBC Gem, MSG, Valley Sports, and NESN. NESN. Bringing you the Tsonga matchup between Boston and New York. We have two Maple Leaf Garden matchups upcoming as well, both at 7 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday and Friday, including Boston and Toronto, Toronto and Montreal. Boston and Toronto can be seen on TSN, Valley Sports, and NESN, Sportsnet Plus, Sportsnet, the French network of CBC and NESN have you covered for Montreal and Toronto. The French Network also has you covered as well as MSGSN and TSN for the Total Mortgage Arena matchup between Montreal and New York. So lots of games coming up, including Battle of Ontario on CBC and CBC Gem at TD Place. All right, back to the game that just went by on it. Gone, gone, gone. Unfortunately, we don't have time to get to our tonight's dominant goalie, women goalie of the, the game. But we'll do so probably next time when Ottawa and Boston face off on Wednesday. So, in all respect, though, I really think that both goaltenders were very dominant. I really think they were both dominant. If I could describe this game on one warrior before we get to our sign-offs here, because we are 
reaching the end of it here. We are at the end of our program at this time. I would say that besides the goaltender's dominant performance from both heat from both of the goaltenders, I thought both goaltenders were pretty well thought out, and I really, so I really figured. I mean, I really enjoyed this game. Four to two, not bad for a first start after being postponed due to inclement weather and I will not jump into why it was postponed in due to inclement weather unless it's probably on another side of a podcast we're on the ice and behind the benches but um all in all I thought this was very I thought this was a very good game and I thought this was a very entertaining game to say the least when we talk about the shots on goal here so yeah, those were my thoughts on the game, and that's how I would describe this game. I would definitely describe this game as a really good game, like a really entertaining game. And with that all being said, in an attendance record of 200,849 people in attendance, not 200,000. Oh my god, what was I thinking? The stadium can't hold that much. 2,849 people in attendance at the Desunga Center. This was a pretty great game for those people. Boston, I hope you bounce back though. I know it's a double hitter and all, but I'm not sure if Ottawa can pull it off. We'll see what happens when they meet again on Wednesday. It is a double hitter after all. And the next game finishes off Wednesday. When I'm guessing we all think, even though it was due to inclement weather and they couldn't put this game on until Monday, which of course was yesterday. I really think it was worth it. It was worth the wait. Let every other team face these two before they hit the ice. So, that's how I feel. Let me know how you feel about the long wait for the Reproduction for the not reproduction, but uh, rescheduling of the game. And let me know by voice message or however you reach us by the Sports for Beginners email, Sports for Beginners 8231. Of course, the pod before 8231 at gmail.com, Sports for Beginners. Pod8231 at gmail.com using the subject Ask Behind Benches. Really love to hear from you. If you are very cautious about your privacy when you're sending us a voice message on our 
link provided in our description of every episode. Please include that you will not want us to use this when you send it to us on the voice message. And we will know that you want to keep it as an anonymous. It's just between you and me, the host. So, with that all being said, that is it for this one. Our next PWHL recap. Again, these two teams are the topic. It's the second of that double hitter. And then, that was it. Boston and Ottawa don't meet until it's the Little Caesars takedown. In Detroit, Michigan. But I believe that will be a great matchup as well. But like I said, that is it for this one. Thank you very much for listening to another edition of PWHL Recap. I can't wait to see you guys again on Boston and Ottawa. And find out on that postgame recap of PWHL Recap when our next PWHL Recap before we get back to the battle on Bay Street at TPG Paints Arena. Featuring the competitors in Montreal and Toronto. I can't wait to hear what you guys have in store. Like I said, that is it for this one. I am your host, Thomas McGregor. Thank you for listening to another edition of the PWHL Recap. Go in peace. Love one another. Have a good evening. Have a great afternoon if you're just getting up from an afternoon nap. Have a great rest of your day. If you're also getting up from an afternoon nap, if you're just getting up, have a great day. If you're going to bed, have a great evening. Have a great sleep. Good night, everybody, from there. And I am Thomas Brigger saying thanks for listening. And you know what to do if this does go on YouTube. Click like if you like the video. Click subscribe if you really like it. Tell all your friends. This has been Boston versus Ottawa on the PWHL recap. I am Thomas McGregor signing off. For another edition of the PWHL Recap. I'll see you guys next time. Ottawa and Boston. Round 2. Wednesday. Who will win? We'll find out. Next time on PWHL Recap. Stay. Stay tuned for that. But for now. I'm out. Peace. Our closing message is next. Thank you so much for listening to Professional Women's Hockey on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. If you'd like to know more about what games are recapped on this program and when they happen, visit us first 
at our Facebook page, search On the Ice and Behind the Benches on Facebook and like the page. Or you could visit us at our website on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches website. Search On the Ice and Behind the Benches wordpress.com you can even send us a voice message in the link provided in the description below and as we always remind you it is never goodbye it is until next time girl power